Welcome to Soulful Sessions podcast. I'm your host, Emma Evelyn Campbell, and you're listening to the right podcast if you're ready to push past your limitations, navigate your fears, and live a life aligned with your truth. I believe we can express our true nature and power when we get to know who we truly are. And this podcast gives you the tools and resources to do exactly that. So join us as myself and guests share our soul's truth so that you can feel safe to share yours. Don't forget to head to the show notes to get even more involved with the community. Now, let's get on with our episode for today. So let's chat. Let's let's chat. How's your week been? Yeah, it's been interesting. Interesting. Lots of, you know, when you're moving kind of into new belief systems, new ways of looking at the world, and you just feel all that resistance come through and all that discomfort come through. I've been so feeling that this week, really unbalanced, really just confused really? a little bit out of out of touch with things. How about you? Well, what was the um, belief system? I've been working on them like a lot the past month. It's like my values. And I think we spoke, spoke about this a little bit about this desire so much to be successful and to be well known and to make millions and all of this and you don't realize that a lot of that desire is coming from like lack coming from trauma coming from wanting to be somewhere that you're not not actually just enjoying the journey and really that was a huge shift for me to realize that over the past couple of months and really work on those belief systems and just go kind of deep in them whilst still having the business going and building that up and having mm. that alongside it, it's sometimes really difficult to kind of for your body to keep up so I find mm. even if you're shifting all of a sudden you just experience these raw emotions and these resistance just come to the surface and you don't really know what to do with it you think you're going backwards but really it's just you releasing right mm-hmm. yeah so you've been like seeing that this past week like you've been letting go do, do you say or yeah. you've been just sort of like discovering yeah, yeah, it yeah letting go like coming to the surface and letting go like I've always I've all sort of done the lot of subconscious work on it and now it's kind of my conscious mind my body is kind of catching up and just feeling everything bringing it to the surface and just releasing it and mm. it's really uncomfortable because you feel like you're going backwards and you start questioning yourself and you start thinking what am I doing what am I doing wrong and then you realize that it's just part of this journey and you kind of I think we spoke about this last time, just that slowing down and just enjoying the journey and stop being in this rush to get to a destination mm. that really doesn't actually exist because it's just now anyway. Yeah, yeah, I totally, I can totally relate. I've had the same, mm. same exact thing happen with me, like especially with that whole I want to be famous and it's coming from lack or I want to be well-known mm. or I want to be bigger but it's that desperation like I was finding and I and I often and I was just thinking about this just a lot previous week so maybe this is our topic but um, of like can you just relax like can you just relax and and it's almost like the way I see it is if it's well if it's not here you don't need it yet but we could be in year one of our 10-year journey mm right? Like we could just be even at year zero of our 10-year journey, just say just say our 10-year journey is like, you know, takes 10 years to master something or whatever, right? But just say what, you're got, what you want, 
the timeline is in 10 years. So can we just collectively chill, me and you, collectively just chill and be like, okay, then mm. I'm going to play. Because it's hard. like, <laughs> it's it's so hard. But then you realize it is. It is from lack. Like, But there's nothing also wrong with it, right? Like, if you want that, then I what I was saying was if you've got the desire, then mm. you've got the potential destiny for it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think it's important not to lose the desire, but it's like you said earlier, that desperation that goes in with the desire is what kind of has us feeling unbalanced because it was really interesting Mm. talking about our synchronicities last time. And um, I was just so overwhelmed with it. So I just kept, kept going to the beach every day. I was like, just be in nature, just unwind, relax and everything. Cause my, my habit when I get like this is to do more and think, okay, what else can I do now to help me get to where I want to go? What else? And it's not stuff that's really going to help. It's just me doing it from this place of lack, right? Mm. And so I was like, I need to just go to a place that is relaxed. So I go to the beach, spend time in the sea. And I was at the beach and I was like, what do I need to hear? Like, what do I need to hear right now? Because I just don't know what to do. And it's always mm. the best way. Just ask, what, what am I meant to see? What am I meant to hear right now? And sometimes it doesn't come up immediately, but I was walking the day after, so this morning, and this woman's T-shirt was coming towards me, and I was like, okay, I need to pay attention to this one. Just had that feeling. And it was just this big, it was so ridiculous. It was this big sun, and all the way around it was this text, and it was like, it is your time to chill. No. I'm not even joking. And I was like, that is literally like, I was like, that is what is trying to speak to me right now. And I'm just like, why are you telling me that? I don't want to hear that. <laughs> but I know it's the truth. But you struggle with it because you've been conditioned for so long to work mm. all the time. Like You have to work to get to where you're going. And of course, there is an element of that. But when there's a point of there's no inspired action, there's not really much else yeah. you can be doing than what you're meant to be doing right now. Nothing else is coming through. Then what else are you actually meant to do? It's okay for you to enjoy yourself. It's okay for you to lean into those moments where you just want to go hiking or go to the beach and do more of that because that then gives off that energy of you enjoying yourself, you being in that state. And that actually gets more, has more benefit for you than just trying to do more stuff. I don't know what you think yeah. of that. Oh, I'm, I'm all on board. Yeah, Mm. I'm completely with you on that. Like there's nothing else that I could really say more to that. But Mm. other than I'm in the same state now. Mm. It's like I even, one of my clients, she's sort of had this huge, she has had this huge expansion and like she's now, her psychic abilities have kicked in and she's now doing, well, they were always there but she's now Mm. really harnessing them. Yeah, of course, yeah. And she did a little, she did a little reading for me the other day of like just, to get her started, I was like, do me a reading. I'll be your first customer. And so she did this card reading and like all these cards, she said, okay, this has never happened every time I've done a reading, but they're like, it was like seven cards that just spat out and <laughs> they were all like rest, play, um, not yeah. now. All this stuff was just like, it's it's all coming back to play. Mm. And I just finished that course, Philip Attar's three-week journey. Mm, which is and called the la- <laughs> Yeah, which is called Mastering Quantum Play. And the last session was yesterday. Mm. And his session was, that that session was pl- um, playing in the hologram of creation. 
Do you want to expand and, on that? What that yeah. actually showed you and what that actually kind of meant for you? For sure. I mean, the the to the hologram of creation for just to explain that is that this is this world that we live in is just a projection of our beliefs, a projection of our inner world, a projection of how our perspective, right? It's mm-hmm. all created by our perspective. You can see the same thing. Ten different people can see the same thing and all have a different perspective on it based on their experiences, which are ultimately creating you know, these beliefs that we have. So the first idea is this hologram of creation is a holo- is a creation of what's on in your inner world. Mm-hmm. And when you understand that, you realize that you are the creator of your world. You are the master of your reality. And so when you master your reality, you've got to take responsibility that this world is created by you. So mm-hmm. now you're starting to have that base foundation. The second part is now you've got to learn to listen to it and play with it. You now accept that it's you. You now accept that it's communicating with you. You now accept that it's possibly rigged in your favor, that nothing nothing that is happening isn't happening out of spite, that it's all happening. It's conspiring. It's helping you. Mm-hmm. And... So when you play, you start to tune into this environment. So like you, like what you did is like you start to realize, well, first you've got to tune into your environment, your inner environment. Where am I desperate? Where mm. am I overworked? Where am I overwhelmed? Where am I anxious? And where can I stop that pattern from happening? Because when we got that pattern and we that pattern that isn't serving us, we know it's not serving us because it's stressing us out, we're worried, we're anxious, we're all this, then we have to listen to that. And then what you did was a massive thing. It was like you're you're playing with the hologram of creation. Mm. <laughs> you did it. You said, show me a sign. Now, where that, how that sign came from you, whether it was God, whether it was you and your higher self, whether it was your beings, your guides, I don't know exactly. But you were communicating mm. and dancing with the universe mm. in that moment. And so that happens not just through science and synchronicities, that happens through inspired feelings. So right now I'm super inspired to write this book. Mm. Right now I'm super inspired to do this TV show. Yeah. Right now I'm, I'm super inspired. I'm also writing and a book at the moment. <laughs> we're always I, I, on the I same way. So we're on the same wavelength though. Yeah, I know. Mm. So whatever it is, that's the inspiration coming up for you, whatever that excitement is. But the, the hard part is why people, I feel like people get lost is the belief system or the conditioning of that belief system that says hard work is how you make money, which is, which is not true because if that's the case, then the people that are super, super rich and super, super wealthy that don't work, that have passive income, well, it's not true 100% of the time, so it's a belief. There are a lot of people that just get money and are wealthy from their parents, from trust funds, from lotto. They don't, you don't have to work hard mm. to make money or to do what you love. So that's a belief. So then that belief can be switched around. We know that. If a belief can be created from conditioning you can recondition yourself to create a new belief that's supporting you right your brain's this like computer it's just this huge quantum computer that can just be accessed change 
so malleable like you don't even realize until you actually start doing that work how malleable it is a hundred percent and you and i like weren't like this all the time we weren't clued into this we were like (laughs) numbed out and like just Mm -hmm. quiet Mm -hmm. we just were going on with our day we didn't know that you could master this that you could change your reality like you and i are doing things that we probably wouldn't even have dreamed of five years ago even right now (laughs) even a year even a year ago Mm. it's crazy and that was just from leaning into these nudges from the universe and like so our play right now well my play let's say my play right now is is more in like the feminine it's like i've been going out and playing a shit ton more golf and Mm. in that state i'm making sure i'm not worrying about this new program or these next few clients or I'm just going out there and, and I'm being fully aware of how I feel and what signs are happening in the universe in that moment. So there might be a conversation that comes up. There might be an inspirational, a new idea that comes up while I'm on the on the golf, when I'm, mm. when I'm on the golf course and I'm just like about to hit a ball and I go, oh, my God, that's the answer that I was looking for. That's the idea that I've been really craving. Boom, it comes in. Then someone starts talking you know, at the tee, tee off, someone starts talking about this this certain product or this certain idea and this certain concept and it give, it plants another seed and now we're playing because this information is just coming in everywhere. So that just, that's just where I'm playing right now but also I'm not being stressed about um, having to get shit done, having to do my social media, having to do all this, having to do... I'm just like what needs to ex- be expanded on right now? What needs to be done right now? What do I really want to do right now? What's the most important thing in my heart to do right now? Not filling up my schedule because my um, my work ethic is tied to my worth. Mm, oh, I love that. Right? The harder I work, the more I feel good about myself. Yeah, and the less I, was, I work. I was so tied up in that all of, like, I was tied up in that till a couple of months ago. It was a really hard mindset to get yourself out of because it is perpetuated throughout society right yeah a hundred percent like that's um that's like one of the things it's like people are shunned for being lazy like but 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 people aren't seeing what there's there's no other side to lazy it's like if you're not doing something then you're not achieving something you're not succeeding but like think about this i was thinking about this the other day right Hmm. how Money does not actually like determine, like money doesn't determine how successful you are. Money doesn't determine how happy you are because you can have all the money in the world and you're like miserable. You could have all the money in the world or you can just have a, a good amount of money and you still have problems. And I was thinking about this and I was thinking about different people in my life that I know who has heaps of money and I'm just like, they still got problems. No, I wouldn't call them like 100% happy. This person's got so I was like seeing this correlation between money and happiness or money and satisfaction. It it makes a lot of problems go away. It can bring a lot of ha- temporary happiness in your in the moment when you get to go away on holiday and stuff. But there's an underlying sense of fulfillment that can be missed if you don't work on that. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally agree with that. And I, I think it's this sense of that. Money is not the result. It is simply a tool that allows you to do things and say yes to things and say yes to opportunities and have more opportunities than if you don't have access to that money. 
Like, yeah. I'm sure there's lots of things that I would like to do in my life now, but maybe I have to be like, right now, that's not a priority because my money's flowing somewhere else. Mm. But if we have this money as this on a pedestal and we chase that money and we say that money equals happiness, that money equals X, Y, and Z, then it just becomes this thing that we rely on. And again, it's relying on something outside of us to determine our worth, to determine how we feel when really it's just a tool, it's an amplifier. So if we're mm. focusing first and foremost on how do I just feel happy in this moment with where I am, with what I have, how do I feel content with where I am and what I have? And then when money flows in, it amplifies that rather than how can I make this happen? How can I chase this and desperately make this work? And then the money comes in when you're in that state, because obviously you can make money from working hard. Of course, there's lots of people that slave away and they make loads of money, but then they're using that money to amplify that feeling of lack, that feeling of desperation. And then it just flows out into their life. So I think it's that priority of how do I put myself first? How does my well-being come first? And I truly believe that is staying in this moment trying to remind yourself that it's not about where you're going because realistically when you get to where you're going or where you think you're going you're going to want more stuff when you get there anyway so why not just mm. be now and I feel like you're always going to reflect back if I'm say in a year's time I'm famous and I'm doing all this stuff I'm going to look back to now and be like oh that was lovely I was spending every day at the beach I was enjoying myself it would be nice you're always going to see these moments so why not enjoy that moment for all that it is now and then mm -hmm. as money comes in it just amplifies that so I think the focus should be on yourself mm -hmm. I don't know what totally you're I agree but it's like content like you do like exactly what you said the focus should be on yourself mm -hmm. finding contentment finding contentment with who you are and where you're at right now. Mm. And, and again, it's like that desperation energy of like, oh, but money will save me from here. Money will save me from the. Um, if you've got a problem that is trying to be eradicated from anything external, the problem will just keep arising. That's the energetics of this realm, that you, you're going to find the problem dressed up in a different suit. It's mm. going to be dressed up. It's going to be dressed up completely different. You're going to come, it's going to come across your field and your environment um, in the future in another way, in a new form. So the problem will not be solved by anything externally. And that's, that's like just working through the feeling. And the biggest thing, biggest way to do that is like to find satisfaction and to find fulfillment. Anyone who's done anything hard, like done a hike or, you know, gone, done a marathon or done an Ironman or, done done some sort of pilgrimage or journey and at the end of it they've gone and they've found that they've made it they didn't think they were going to make it and they made it and they finished it and they did this unbelievable thing the satisfaction that comes from going through some sort of challenge and some sort of journey is so rewarding and when sometimes when we're just beginning this path or we're, or we're sort of out of tune with the environment with the universe we can lose touch of the importance of adversity in that moment or the importance of this temporary discomfort in that moment. So we can sort of use these things like money, drugs, sex, food, alcohol, TV, all this to numb or to distract mm -hmm. us and to keep us comfortable. And that not, not to say like this, you've got to go out and seek discomfort 24-7. Comfort's very important as well to rest and restore and to play. But if you're using it to, to hide 
and to numb, then you're probably going to find yourself um, disconnected from this sense of fulfillment within us. So like that, like you do the work in here, you do the work in here, it's going to be the biggest reward, the biggest payday you'll ever have because the money and the people in your life and the jobs that you have and the sort of interactions that you have socially and the opportunities you have are amplified when your inner workings are amplified. When the work that you do in yourself, you change the belief systems. Well, you just you just acknowledge their belief systems. You acknowledge that you you need to you 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 um lo- like what you said. You love um to be seen, mm. right? You love to be seen. Like oh, you yeah. want to be famous. You want to be out there. And if you go, okay, cool. I acknowledge that. That's a part of me that. Well, why do I not feel worthy to mm. be seen by just one person? Why can I not just be seen by one person? Why does 1,000 people make me feel better about myself? Why does 10,000 people make me feel better about myself? Right? Mm. I think that's such a big thing. I've definitely realized with worth, it's so linked to this lack of worth that you think that the numbers or you think that your social media following or you think that people leaving you reviews and leaving you feedback is the reason that you're worthy to do something or is the reason that you're capable of doing something when actually all of that stuff is just innate and it's not about Mm. how many people are there listening or how many people are there doing it it's about the energy that you're giving Mm. off through doing that do you know how much your energy affects people And when you sit there and when you do those things that you love and that you care about, regardless of how many people are there watching you, regardless of how many people are in tune with what you're doing, the energy that you give off in that moment just ripples off into your life. And I've seen this happen in my life. I've seen when I do the things I love or when I'm doing the things that I want to do, and this is not always work related. It could just be, for example, when I booked my holiday to Ibiza and I had an amazing weekend with my friends, this is before I lived here, that's how I, that's when I ended up getting my apartment here through my friend's Tinder date. And it's like, mm. because you're amplifying that energy out of you just enjoying your life, of you just being in this. And this is when, when those belief systems come up and you can see them, you can observe them, and you know that they're not serving you, you know that they're tying, to, tying you to lack of worth, lack of fear of rejection, so many different types. It's normally one of those ones, that lack of deserving, lack of worth, tied to something that's happened to you in your past or from society, whatever it may be. When you can observe them and when you can see them, if you choose not to change them, then everything you create is from that that hole. And it's not. It's never going to fulfill you when it's from that hole. It's never going to really have a an outstanding effect in your life because it's going to be just created from emptiness. It's going to be creating from lack. And mm-hmm. when you create from that space, you perpetuate more of that energy and it just keeps cycling round and round and round. And like you said, it's, it come back in your life in other ways, whether it not be money in that moment or praise in that moment, it'll be your partner in 10 years time, whatever it is, it's going to keep showing its faith unless you see those belief systems you observe those belief systems you accept that they're there it's not about judging them that they're there and then Mm. you find a way to integrate that back into who you are and live not from lack but from passion for what you're doing 
right? Mm. You can still you can still do the same thing. You can still love what you're doing, but you switch your values around. You know, you're not creating from trauma and from lack and from lack of worth. You're creating from your love for doing something, your passion for doing something. Mm. Do you see Amen. that in your life sometimes? Yeah, totally. I mean, I've I've just come to this huge realization where it's like because I've always battled this one, this mm. sense, this need for validation and this um, need to be seen, so, right? So. Like I've always, I've always battled that, and I've gotten I'm the where I'm at now is like crazy, like to the point where. If we, if I didn't have enough views on my video, I would think, oh, no one likes me. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's like that. Like, if I didn't have enough engagement, I was like, oh, maybe I was a bit weird. Or maybe I shouldn't post that because it's not like what everyone else wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and you so, knew like, in you, your heart, your- you wanted to post that. You knew deep down that you wanted to put that out there, right? Yeah, totally. Sense of validation, man. It's like, I think it's, it hits so many people, especially when I find it's a lot of people that have like broken families um, and there's some sort of parent that wasn't always around. So you're always trying to prove yourself and these people can tend to be people pleasers. Mm-hmm. Like they're the ones that don't have a strong foundation. So therefore they don't have a strong, well, not all, this is this is not a complete, but I've noticed this in a lot of people. Like they will sort of like, well, I want my mum to love me because she left me or I want my dad to love me because he left me. So, mm-hmm. therefore, I'm going to be very much like nice to all people and I'm going to see my dad and all people. I'm going to see my mum and all people and hoping that more people talk about me then maybe then my mum will hear my word through all these people mm-hmm. in these conversations and maybe my dad might hear about me because everyone's talking about me because of how nice I am. And then is, it hard want- to, sorry, is it hard to admit that to yourself? Because I found that really hard. Like when I first started to realize that this was a problem, this was an issue that was coming up so much in my life. I was like, oh, no, that's not what it is. I'm not going to accept that. It was really hard to accept. Um, it's not hard now. No, no way. It like I'm when like, it first came up. But, but yeah, I think like it took me a while to sort of realize like, and then it was sort of just on my healing journey where, you know, because a, a big part of me was so angry for so long, like mm. super angry at, you know, why I would, uh, people would treat a young boy like that. And then I had to do the work and realize, holy shit, this is why. Because there's so many things that have come, opportunities that have arisen from my pain. The These conversations, the work that I do, the people that like the attitude that I have is all because of my experiences. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, there's a lot of people with worse experience, a lot of people with, with similar experiences mm-hmm. um, and that haven't quite seen the opportunity. So at first I was like, like trying to process all of this in so many, it's like a different stages of like processing and grief and pain and anger. And then you start to like get to the other side of the real deep stuff and you start to look at your belief systems and go, holy shit, like I'm always like on social media posting something or I'm always like being really like I never say no and I find it really hard to say no or I'm really struggling with giving like with confrontation. Confrontation like can make people go like this. It's like so hard for a lot of people. And then when you start to do the work and you start to go, okay, well, it wasn't really hard for me because I think I'm, I'm real, I'm, I'm pretty straight up. So like, I don't really hide too much, and I'm, and I'm also like 
want to take responsibility pretty quickly. Mm. So like that's a that's a gift. If you can take responsibility for who you are and just admit your fuck ups, admit 100%. your flaws. It's like it's like a it's like an de-armoring for the people around you too. It took me a long time oh, to get to that, to that point though. It took me a long time to yeah. get to that point though. I spent a long time refusing to acknowledge my my role in things. Yeah. And I can't say that in every aspect of my life I've been perfect with mm-hmm. because the ego kicks in and the ego wants you to look mm-hmm. perfect. So the ego will say, no, no, that's not me. The ego will blame. The ego will project. The ego will find excuses, um, give their opinions, criticize. It it's all should try and reflect any pain away or reflect any possible imperfections. So, like, the ego just wants us to, to look and feel good so the wounds don't appear and then the wounds aren't felt again or that they look like they're um, in good shape so that person who they really want in their life to see them in this way can see them in this way. Because when you don't look good, then the people that you really want to see you in your best state will not want you or not like you, right? Mm, Oh, totally. And I think when you feel that way, it's okay to kind of allow yourself to know that a lot of other people have been there. A lot of other people feel that way. It's not, we all want to be, to an extent, all of us want to be seen. And all of us have that ego voice that comes in and is like, I want you to act this way. You only need to look. As social media is an amplified version of that feeling of yeah. the need to be seen. It is a completely amplified. I sometimes have a love and hate relationship with it because I see the value in it. But at the same time, I'm like, this is just feels like an amplified place to to just be seen and be heard. Even if you're putting something out that you want to connect with people or you want people to follow your program or whatever it may be, you still want to be seen in that moment. You still want to be heard in that moment. And you still feel rejected if you don't get anyone engaging with it. There's still that there. But Hmm. I think the difference is when we can start to observe it and start to be like, okay, I can see you coming through, but I also realize that I'm living in the 21st century and these things are what enable me to have a career in this industry. It's really finding that balance, which I think I can see and from myself, from my own experience, know that it's it's a challenge to see that, mm. to, to have that balance and to embody that balance as well. So here's the next level, right? I love Go. going to levels. <laughs> So here's the next level of that. Like, so when you and I don't get the views that we want, say, mm. and then we get a little bit disheartened, well, then if we take this down a, up a notch, we, it's not actually that people aren't seeing us. It's that because our unconscious doesn't want us to be seen because there's another element of us that is scared shitless of what that brings. Or there's another element of us that has a belief system mm. that says we're not worthy to be seen and that is all just the projection in the hologram so Mm -hmm. we project our reality and so ultimately we are created we have created this cycle where it's like no one's seeing my videos because there's an underlying energy that's been imprinted from my own belief systems onto that that has given me the result that i unconsciously thought about not consciously 
consciously no, you and I are going <laughs> fucking 1 million views right now. Come on, let's go. <laughs> but, you know, there's nothing greater than the universal algorithm, the algorithm of God. There's nothing greater than the algorithm of God, right? How do you link that in with this? With, so, of course, we create our reality. We have these unconscious beliefs that can perpetuate into our reality. How do you link that in with also this idea that we have our own timelines and that, mm. of course, we we want to be well-known and we can change our belief systems to the point where we start to be seen more, we start to connect with the right people, the opportunities are flowing in. But then also there's this, you have your own timeline. So maybe right now is not the time for your opportunities to flow in. Maybe right now is the time for you to keep putting things out there, keep doing your work and enjoying the journey. How do you find that kind of has a balance between? Mm, I love this. I love this so much. So uh, this is the, like, so this is the thing. Where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go? Yeah, this is a. Everyone. There's a lot of, there's lots of this, answer to these questions, I feel. Like if you think about timeline, right? So this is like timeline yeah. stuff. So yeah. so this is about taking it, taking the pressure off saying, okay, well, this is what I could talk to from my experience. So we've got this idea of that we want to be in a certain place in a certain timeline. So I want to be, I want to be, you know, Adam, say on a, let's just give a random thing. I want to have 10 really high profile clients. Right. You're basically speaking about manifestation in the sense then having that. Have a desire. So mm -hmm. I want to have 10 high-profile clients that pay me monthly to to mentor them, spiritually mentor them. Okay, that's actually something that I do want. Um, now, this is the desire that's in my heart right now. I'm just going to set it off and let it go. But I want it in two years, say. I don't have a goal to get it in two years, but just say I want it in two years. And now... This timeline is me being desperately attached to that and, okay, I might be doing the healing work, I might be doing the empowering work to get me to that level. But if that doesn't look like it's coming, does that make me feel less about myself? Does that make me get down and say, oh, I didn't achieve it or I didn't, I didn't satisfy that? Well, this is where faith comes in. This is where trusting the process comes in. This is where bringing God comes in. Mm. God, universe, source, creator, I can't say for sure, like 100% can't say for sure that there is a defined purpose or a destiny for you. I still don't know this. I'm still figuring this out and I don't know if I'll ever figure it out. But what I can say is there's no point beating yourself up about you didn't get it in two years because um, your goals were so grand and that, that means, you know, all your worth was tied into that. There could be 20 clients coming six months later. There could be actually a pivot in your path that you can't mm -hmm. see yet because the person hasn't crossed your path now i don't know if there is like this is the thing that i was thinking about this morning on my morning walk is there free will or not like is this pure destiny is our future informing our present mm. like this is well, what I, mean, I was it's all kind well, of I watched, now isn't it so in a sense right. it's like the way I like to see it is, you know, that infinity symbol and it goes yeah. like this. I think I agree with you in the extent that I do actually think that there is a lot that's predetermined for us because yeah. the future is technically already happening. 
But I, I believe in the sense of multi-dimensional, we are multi-dimensional beings, right? And there's lots of different potentials and timelines that are in the void or in the quantum, whatever you want to call it. And we have access to those. So if in this moment, as a creator in this reality, we decide, you know, actually, this timeline that I'm on right now, I'm not a fan of it, or I want to adjust mm. it a little bit. I want to open myself up to new opportunities, new potentials. Like you said, you have those pivots, you have those things that come in and you hear an idea and you're like, oh, actually I'm interested in this. And if you have that awareness, you can tap into these other timelines, these other aspects of yourself. And I don't think that's predetermined. I think that's us as powers, as creators that we have to realize in this reality in order to make that happen but if we don't realize it then we obviously don't harness those powers but we do have we are creators and i don't think everything is predetermined for us because it spoils the fun i think a little totally. bit totally i i totally get what you're saying totally understand it but then i'm also like <laughs> like by the way i'm not on the i'm on the i'm not i'm not either or you're on the like, fence. I'm, more, I'm, I'm i'm more with you than yeah. i am on this other side but i'm just thinking about this other side now no, yeah, and yeah. so I'm wondering whether the no decision was actually always in going to happen anyway. Like mm. me not doing this, was that always going to happen? Did they, did, was there pre, was there, do we have free will? Like, was I actually going to make this choice? This is deep, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> was I ever going to make that choice or was like in that way, think about what that does though. It takes away the worry. It takes away the stress of like if you think about it, you go, maybe I was never going to be there. Um, and then that way you can look at the future and go, everything's ready for me. Mm. Everything's ready for me. All i got to do is follow my heart, not worry. Mm. So there's that element to this other side, right, of like absolutely trusting that the no decision or the decision, the choice or no choice, the yes or the no was always perfect. Mm. <laughs> As opposed to worrying, am I making mm. the right decision? Is this, a, is this the right decision? Because at the end of the day, we learn. We learn something from every decision that we make. And if we can trust that the divine wants us to learn something, then we're not using worrying consciousness, um, doubt energy. We're letting all that go and just trusting. Because that's that's ultimately what we need to be in, faith, love, oh, acceptance, yeah. compassion, 100%. compassion for ourselves, compassion for the people around us. So I'm not sure, but that's sort of where I'm teetering. I'm like, mm. it's, for me, it makes more sense to look at the other side to say I'm doing everything well. But having the humility to say I'm not doing what I know I'm capable of doing. Definitely. So you sort of got to like push yourself, right? Like you can't sit back and be like being on the couch is perfect for me. Maybe that is perfect for you, but if you have the desire to be better and mm -hmm. that and you're falling short of that desire. Now, I will tell you again, if you have a desire to do something like different than what you're currently doing mm -hmm. and there is no action steps to you right now getting to that, I feel like that's your point. Okay, so that's your point in terms of the sense that you're 
so this how does this link in with it being predetermined so your destiny is predetermined for you and it's laid out for you but there's an extent of you have to step into that when those opportunities come along when those feelings those nudges come along you have to choose those nudges and if you don't then you're falling short of that destiny is that kind of what you're saying so this is coming back to sort of your 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 perspective yeah right now what i'm saying is is there anything and now this is not a right or i don't have the answer but what i'm saying is is there for you this like you're sitting on the couch for a whole week. Now, is that your destiny? Or do you need to get off the couch and go and face your fear? Mm. Like, is the free will aspect of you actually just getting up to do what's predetermined? And then when you slip out of that, well, then you're maybe there's infinite pathways. Maybe that's just quantum physics where it's infinite pathways where you have mm. multiple different trajectories. And the action that all you need to take in that moment is the one that pushes you a little bit i don't know it's an interesting area to to explore because it's there's lots of different ways that you can take it there's really lots yeah. of different ways that you can look at it i i believe in the sense that there's lots of different trajectories for us and the one that is but there's ones that are for our highest potential here our highest expansion here what what god for example would want us to follow because it's mm. for not just our consciousness, but for collective consciousness, raising that as well, I think mm. is something that is of so much importance right now where we've got not only a matrix going on, but we have a spiritual matrix where we're just telling all these people, all this stuff about what spirituality means. And then that is also rooted in lack. That is also rooted in trauma and I think the importance of stepping into your own power and your ability to push yourself outside your comfort zone and lean into your ability as creator is what your is you choosing to go into God's timeline for you. And mm. it's like there's lots of trajectories and you can choose to just, you know, fuck everything off and just live a norm, normal life here. But mm. is, that what, is that what your soul really wants? Is that what the collective mm. consciousness really wants? Is that what the universal consciousness really wants? Probably not. And mm. a lot of those people that live the normal life here, they will have these pulls to follow these crazy dreams. But because of so much conditioning in this dimension, in this world, we don't follow them because we mm. think that because we feel fear it's the, the sign that we're, okay, better not go there. Good idea to go there. Mm. And actually it's the complete opposite. It's a guidance system. That is where you should go. That is where you should go in the sense that you're taking responsibility now for your life. And that's a wrap from today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you feel even more inspired to share your soul and live a limitless life. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share if you love this episode and head to the show notes to find out how you can get even more involved with the community. I'll see you next time for another soulful episode. See you later.